I've come across people who have told me that they've had a very hard time dealing with um, financial issues after they've lost a loved one. Um, you know, how to deal with the distribution of assets, um, how to even fund the funeral. Uh, many people have had to set up things like GoFundMe pages. Hello and welcome to Woke Finance, the podcast discussing all things finance and all things finance related. It's your boy Peter and I'm with my co-host, my bro Jax. How are you today? Yo, yo, let's Peter. I am doing very well. We are in the year 2024 and I am excited for all the things that we will be doing, all the episodes that we'll be covering. We've got some amazing topics. We've got some amazing guests uh, that will be coming on, on the show. So I'm very excited for myself, yourself and the Walk Finance Podcast for 2024. Come on, come on, come on. A massive shout out to our listeners, man. We're excited to stay on the journey with you. As we go into January 2024, I think this marks three years, Jack. Three years that we've been doing this. I won't even say four years, but I'm going to stick on three years. Or am I, <laughs> Is it four? I think, I, think it's it's been, I think it's more than three, yeah. I think it's it might four, be four years, years, bro. January yes. 2020 was our first ever episode. Correct, correct. Whoa, come on, come on, come on. You know what? Shout out to our listeners. You know, what? one thing I want to find out, Jax, if we have a listener that's been listening to us since day one, day yeah. one, January, that first quarter of 2020, if we have a listener, let us know, man. We want to give out you a shout out just because... Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm quite sure we've got quite a few. We've got some uh, solid <laughs> listeners because um, I can see in the analytics <laughs> some exactly, people have been following right? us for a very long time. So shout out yourselves. Um, but yes, definitely get in touch with us and let us know. Let us know of your favourite episode. Um, yes, and, and we can definitely go into that in a bit more detail. Come on, come on, come on. Now, talking of like going into detail on... I guess some of the topics we've covered on some of our previous episodes here and then we've mentioned um, the topic that we're going to be touching on today. We've mentioned it here and then, but we haven't really honed in it or done a separate episode on it. Um, And we are going to be doing uh, that today. So for our listeners, wherever you are, just sit back, relax and listen in, man. Um, But now, Jax, I guess this has come out from the conversations of just general upbringing right and growing up in particular communities now with me and you're obviously African so whenever we talk about our community we're reflecting on our own experiences I'm sure many people from other communities might have similar experiences but growing up if you was to bring up the idea of you know speaking to our parents aunties uncle whoever and um talking about money and personal finance right if you was to bring up the idea of you know mom dad like what happens after you've gone yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. like what what happens after you've gone um like what literally like literally what happens god forbid yeah. but after you've gone which is inevitable what actually happens um and so this has got us thinking like to talk about will writing right because we know if we was to bring this up back in the days or even now it will just kind of get brushed off or well Jax what have been your experiences yeah well look I, I actually received um a question from um my audience in my, on, on my personal Instagram page um asking me um a question and uh, she said my parents have not written a will and they always brush off the idea whenever I bring the topic of conversation up 
Mm. What do I do? <laughs> and like, I, I laugh, but it's not really a funny matter because this is something that happens to a lot of people. Um, bringing up the conversation of of wills and and even other topics like life insurance is often a topic that many parents have brushed off and don't really want to engage in the conversation. And, and sometimes it can be quite distressful uh, for other people who, of course, want to know how to deal with this situation when it when when it arises. We're talking about death here, and very unfortunately, uh, Peter, in in the past few years. I have um, been around and I've also seen close friends of mine, for example, lose lose their parents. Um, and I think it's, it's happening more and more often because of our age. Mm. So a lot of uh, our parents are probably now getting on it quite a bit. So, you know, on average, most of our parents will be in, in the 60s, 70s and sometimes even 80s. And so, yeah, this is kind of nature. It's kind of part of the life journey um and so i think the conversation becomes even more prevalent and i think many people are now asking the question you know who has written a will and also peter um i don't know um if you've come across this um but i've come across people who have told me that they've had a very hard time dealing mm. with um financial issues after they've lost a loved one mm. um you know how to deal with the distribution of assets um how to even fund the funeral uh many people have had to set up things like gofundme pages mm, um, yeah and and you know of course even just how do we you know split the money how do we even find the money and so yeah it is a very sometimes a distressful conversation to have especially if it's something that's um happened already how do you actually have the conversation with other family members as to how to distribute stuff But yeah, uh, it's, it's it's very tough, Peter. Um, and I can see why many people struggle to have this conversation with their with their parents or even other loved ones. And it's deep because yeah, there's you know there's things like even if someone has gone, the person that has left um has uh, passed away, they might actually do have assets, but because they've not done the effective estate planning or written a will or planned effectively the monies cannot go to the right place in the right amount of time for example to cover for things like a funeral which is very soon after someone's death and um, some people can't even get access to the money until like a good year because they have to go through a whole probate system all of that jazz but like so much stuff can be prevented if these things are planned whilst we're still here on this planet now just before i even hone in on why it's probably important to make a will going backwards uh to the person's question and um, that contacted you why do we think that not just parents but in general maybe the older generation might brush off that conversation given that they know at some point they are gonna well we all know at some point we're all gonna pass away well, i think the interesting thing is even though we know we don't want to believe it almost mm. like there is this immortality feeling until mm. something happens you know we 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 know deep down that yes one day we're gonna pass away but we can't we don't always live our lives that way mm. um and so it's, it's probably a psychological term to describe what this is um and i think i think it is a sensitive topic mm. you know the topic of, of of death is is sensitive generally um you get people that don't want to engage in it because they they are afraid of death mm. um But also, there are many other reasons. You know, some people don't want to talk about 
things like death or, or will writing because they feel as if they don't have enough. Mm. They don't have a lot to distribute. Um, and so for that reason, why should I write a role in the first place? Um, so there's there's that element too as well. And then, you know, unfortunately, there is just this kind of educational element of, I don't even know how to write a will. Mm. Um, but also, secondly, it's going to cost me an arm and a leg to, mm. to write a will. So all of these combined, plus probably more, is, is why I think so many people, um, you know, in, in our community, I think the stats will say that nearly six out of 10 adults in the UK haven't made a will. Mm, right, so that's 60%. Wow. Every, every 10 people, every 10 adults that you come across, six of them won't have a will. Um, and even amongst those people, those over 55, right, that kind of getting on part, um, the number without a will is still like three out of 10. Mm. Right? So, so if you get 10 people over 55, at least three of them won't have a will. Hmm. Um, and, and for that reason, a lot of these people die in what we call dying intestate which means they've mm. died without without a will mm. wow wow that is a significantly high number and i can imagine the uh superstitious aunties and uncles amongst us african aunties and uncles amongst us also saying i if my child came up to me asking about a will uh they're wishing death on me <laughs> yeah it's the same conversation about life insurance right mm. i think um sometimes we hear about bible stories like the prodigal son and we think that's that's going to take place mm. um but that's that's not always the case um you know it's 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 about coming out of that superstition and, mm. and being a bit more logical and uh practical and intentional with with our finances um and understanding the consequences of not actually putting these things into place yeah and i think there is probably jacks also an element and again every family is different everyone has different dynamics levels different levels of closeness and all that stuff but there might also be an element of the parent or guardian not wanting to cause um disharmony between the children um like you know making it even make talking about the will and what might be left to who and who and all of that stuff yeah um obviously there's ways around that you don't need to reveal everything it's your will but there might also be an element of that thinking and then also on the other side of thing again with the superstition and all of that stuff thinking oh are these people only close to me because they know I've, I've i'm leaving them a handsome amount <laughs> of things after my death yeah well absolutely um like like you said though look you don't necessarily have to um, discuss what you put in your will um, but you are you are also right in the sense that sometimes even letting someone know that you're writing a will may cause them to start asking questions mm. um, which can cause you know disharmony and, and a bit of tension etc hmm. um, but as I said look yeah there, there's always right ways around this and remember that this is this is your will so you're allowed to put in there whatever you want yeah now I, I think one of the reasons why i think it's just so important to ensure that there is that sort of planning after is because i think you said uh sometimes we think we're gonna live forever it's just that psychological thing but also i think there is also an assumption that if we pass away whatever we have is just gonna go to a nominated person in our heads and life just does not work like that it really does not all we just make an assumption that okay if i'm married it will go to my spouse or it will yeah. go to this child or and that's just not it if you do not dedicate where your money is going to there's going to be a lot of problems and issues afterwards one person has passed away absolutely absolutely what you've said is so true there is that kind of you know just belief that hey if, if i pass away then surely 
um, whoever's going to deal with my estate will allocate it in the right way. Um, it shouldn't be quite obvious that if I'm, you know, if I've got a partner, the money should go to my partner, for example. But I think the key thing to remember is um, anyone that, you know, dies interstate, um, then, you know, it's the state that has to deal with your, with your, you know, your assets, et cetera. And they have to, you know, do their best to allocate their, the assets and, and wealth you've left behind uh, mm. to, to the right people, but it may not be the people you want it to go to. Hmm. Um, you know, many people, not everybody has a very rigid system, you know, with a husband, wife and, and children, you know, some people have married and divorced and remarried. Mm -hmm. Some people are, have partnerships and haven't married, for example. All these things are circumstances that can cause a lot of headache if uh, someone who passes away, especially if they're the main breadwinner, for example, um you know hasn't actually put in writing um and, and in proper writing what they want to happen um because you'd be, you'd be shocked how uh things will be distributed that's not according to your will um if you don't actually write in the first place you, you know i i know people that you know have been together for a very long time mm. right they've been together for a very long time but they have not taken the necessary steps to get him married right mm. which is why i always say to people you know, you hear some of these ideas that hey, marriage is just a piece of paper. Well, let me let you know that it is not. Hmm. It is a legal. It has a lot of legal implications, um, and and actually, according to the rules of uh, intestacy, chances are if you are married and you did pass away, then your assets will go to your partner. Hmm. Um, but as I said, not everybody's married. Um, and some people have married and remarried. Some people have hmm. children. Some people have children outside of their existing marriage. All of these things have to be taken into consideration. Um, and yeah, that's what you write in your role, what you actually want to happen. And I think, uh, you know, just even getting into the habit of writing a will at the earliest convenience means that if life circumstances does change, like some of the examples you mentioned, and you might just want to adjust things, it won't be a strange activity to say, oh, let me just quickly go into the will, which I've read my will, which I've already got and just make some adjustments. But if you're doing it for the first time, it can be quite a bit of a, a move to make. Cool. OK, yeah. So I guess. You know, obviously, it's very important to write a will, um, and we've touched on why and why it's important to have a will, Jax. Any other thoughts in terms of, I guess, how one can go about? And, you know, for the listener that might be, I don't know, 20 years old, for the listener that might be 50 years old and thinking it's not relevant to them, how relevant is it to the everyday individual, regardless of where you are in your life? Yeah, I think the key thing is understanding that, look, life does happen, and um, it's important to understand that. And it's also important to understand that, look, um, there are rules in place um, that will take place if you were to die without a will, but the chances are it may not actually fit what you would have wanted. So the key thing is, look, you can you can write a will. That doesn't mean it is um, done and that's it. Mm. Um, you want to write a will and know that you can always adjust and amend it as your circumstances change, as, you know, you, let's say you have children or, you know, or your your views change, right? <laughs> let's say mm. you decide, hey, I don't, I don't want... Um, actually, this per this thing to go to this person anymore. I wanted to go to someone else. You can always change your mind. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, um, I guess the will it does sound like a a big thing. We've touched on roughly what it should include, and it is things around you know where your assets need to go towards. Um, who should be getting what as well? Is there anything else that comes to mind when it comes to putting together a will? 
I think the key thing is to uh, get online, get it done. It's probably not as difficult as you think. Um, and definitely not as expensive as you think as well. So just get it done and know that you can always amend it at any moment if your life circumstances change. Um, and I think the key thing as well is to understand that, look, um, this is something that's it's important and it is part of your personal finance journey. So literally just get it done. In order to answer the question, um, it says my parents have not written a will and brush off the idea. I think the key thing is to uh, find the right time to have the conversation with them. Um, time it well, you know, don't make it too intense. Um, and introduce it well, introduce it as part of an overall conversation. Um, and keep going, keep going until until they actually, you know, well, crumble and actually do it and actually guide them. Let them know that you will help them write it. If that's, no, well, not help them, but, you know, let's say you'll guide them towards who can actually, you know, uh, set one up for them, for example. Because sometimes if our parents' generation, they just think it's too technical to actually do, but let them know it's actually very easy um, and then they can amend it as well. And get them to listen to the podcast episode. <laughs> that's it. That's it. And I think one key thing, actually, Jax, is this is about breaking, you know, setting things up for generations to come. If you know anyone that has um, parents that have a will in place, a large reason to that might be because they had parents that spoke about wills and it was a norm and it's been passed down. So for a lot of us in our generation, this we could be part of the first generation to begin that. So our future generations, this is a normal conversation. Absolutely, absolutely. It should, and the more normal it becomes, the normal, the more normal it becomes, the more normal it becomes. So, the, the, sometimes getting started is tough, but once you get started, then everyone can follow, and it'll be much easier. That's it. That's it. Now, I love that, man. This is one of those conversations where it could be uncomfortable, but the more we talk about uncomfortable conversations, the more we grow and get improve on our personal finance journey. But listen, we're going to give a shout out to where we're getting listeners from. And this area, we're going to give a shout out is a new area for us, actually, Jax, and it's called Manama, which is the capital and largest city of Bahrain. Oh, wow. Um, again, never heard it before. And I am trying to improve my geography skills, guys. I am really improving and learning more about geography this year. But anyway, welcome to the Walk Finance Podcast. You are here with myself, Jax, and the co-host, Peter. On this podcast, we talk about all things finance and all things finance related. If you want to know more about what Walk Finance does, because we do more than just a podcast, head over to www.walkfinance.co.uk. That's www walkfinance.co.uk and if you want to engage with us on our socials we are mainly on instagram and linkedin on instagram you can search for walk finance team that's at walk finance team and of course on linkedin if you just search for walk finance you'll be sure to find us but i hope you are enjoying our episodes and i hope you are gaining tons of value Come on, come on, come on. A massive shout out to our listeners over there. And just a reminder um, about our offer this January um, and things that we've got going on this January. Um, on If you've listened to any of our episodes this month, we've been talking about a particular product to increase our productivity, particularly in the new year that we're going in. It's all about raising product productivity and being the best version um, of ourselves. And we've been trying out an amazing product to help with that, Jack. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So as I said, um, I'm someone who really, really likes to be productive. I am a full-time staff, so I have a full-time job and I also run Walk Finance with Peter. And I also run Jack's Financial, uh, which is an educational company that also focuses on investment coaching. And so, yes, I have to be productive and I have to be productive for a long time throughout my days. Um, and so, yes, I am a coffee drinker. Um, but the thing about coffee is it comes with a lot of caffeine. And so when I was introduced to this amazing shot called Magic Minds, um, I thought I'll give it a go. 
And I've been trying it out for quite some time now. I tend to take the shot um, in the afternoon. So I still have my coffees in the morning, but I take the shot in the afternoons in replacement of my second coffee. And that allows me to be more productive throughout the day. Um, it is a healthier substitute and it has really helped me um, substitute my my need and, and my desire for caffeine. Um, and I really enjoy it. It helps me to be productive. And yeah, it tastes pretty okay as well for all the amazing ingredients that it has. Because let's be honest, when you have something that's quite healthy, it usually tastes quite bad. Um, but I do enjoy the taste and I like the fact that it comes in a short format as well. Love it, love it, love it. I've definitely enjoyed it, man. A nice, tasty um, shot um, for the day as well. And as Jack says, it's got lovely, healthy ingredients um, such as matcha to help reduce stress, anxiety um, and fatigue as well. So we definitely are just recommending this product. They are doing an amazing um, discount offer um, for all of January. So for all of you lot that are doing New Year, New Me and just want to increase productivity, we definitely recommend trying out this product. Um, to get this, um, you will need to go on www.magicmind.com forward slash Jan, that's J-A-N, Woke Finance. Um, and you can get the first month um, free when you subscribe for three months. And if you want to get a further discount, a further 20% off, you need to put in the following code um, when you go on to purchase. And the code is Woke Finance 20. That's Woke Finance 20. We'll put all of this in the description. So do make sure you go onto magicmind.com uh, and put in these details. And you can get a significant uh, discount um, when you make your order of this fantastic product. Cool. So, um, Jax, I guess back to in terms of just uh, to, to sum up on this, we've spoken a bit about will and will writing and hopefully the person that contacted you um, has got some decent insight and value um, on this as well. Any final comments when it comes to will writing and the topic, uh, the discussion about making a will? Yeah, I think, you know, we, we talk about writing wills for ourselves and I think, you know, the the message that came in was also talking about, you know, trying to engage our our parents or people in our community to write to write a will. I think um the skill is really trying to introduce a topic that's not very much spoken of, um, a topic that's somewhat taboo and making it a normal conversation. And and that's what we need to find. Um, and that's what we need to learn how to actually have these conversations. And so for me, I think the right the, the right time is important. So, you know, picking your moments <laughs> to have these conversations, um, you know, not making it too intense, but also not bringing it up where everyone's happy and it feels like you're bringing the mood down. <laughs> so there, there has to be when uh, is that right time? <laughs> that's the thing. Um, that is the thing. But I would I would say though, um, it's better to have the conversation than to try to find the perfect time. Mm. Um, it's important to just start off with maybe an introduction rather than going to all the details. The strategy that I, I use is uh, making it, making it a um, realistic um, and maybe talking about an experience that you've come across. So, mm. you know, the way I, I used it is, Hey, um, you know, this is really sad. My, a friend lost uh, their their father, um, and could you believe that you know um, all the siblings and extended family were having arguments as to how the assets would be would be introduced? Um, hey, this will make me feel very stressed if I was in that situation. 
Um, and they say, well, actually, dad, have you written a book? Mm. You know, and that that makes it a reality. Um, and it, it starts off not talking about them specifically, but then you drive it back to them. Mm. Um, and if in that initial period it's not received the best way, don't allow that to frustrate you. Um, but what you have done is you've sown a seed. Now it's time to water the seed and give it sunlight. <laughs> so every so often you bring up the conversation and you just take it a bit further uh, until the point where they actually, you know, are willing to actually write a will. And that's from what I've seen, it's it's better when you actually help them. So for example, my, my, my wife actually went and, you know, got the documents <laughs> and gave it to, you know, her, 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 her dad um, and, and for him to write it out. Now, I don't think she knows anything about what he's written, but just giving him the documents and making it visible in his, in his face kind of pushed him to, you know, fully go ahead and um, and get things done. Love it, love it, love it. Um, and for our UK listeners, actually, if you're thinking, okay, um, how much is it going to cost, solicitors, all of that jazz, if that's needed, um, you can go on a lovely website called Will Aid, um, and they um, are a charity, actually, that helps provide um free access to things like solicitors um or a discounted rate as well so definitely do check them out um as well if that's something an angle that you want to go through um also Jax but Jax obviously with this example we use final question for me is that the example was about our parents what about us yeah I think with us um and when I say us for our listeners you know people under 40, under 30, you know, somewhat <laughs> well, younger generation, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think in, in, in true honesty, is not the most pressing thing, generally mm -hmm. speaking. But what I would say is what we don't realise is that, especially our generation, we have actually accumulated some wealth, mm -hmm. right? We've accumulated wealth and much faster than our parents' generation. And yes, of course, the statistics will say, you know, you tend to pass away at later ages, right? But mm -hmm. let's be honest, I don't know about you, but I, I've come across people that have passed away um, quite young. Yeah. It's, it's not so uh, uncommon like that. Um, it, it happens and life happens, right? Well, sometimes life ends and sometimes life ends abruptly with no explanation, Um and I think the key thing is to understand that, you know, when this thing happens, unless you've actually put things in place for things to be distributed accordingly, it probably may get distributed um, in a way that doesn't actually actually meet your requirements or you would mm. have not wanted it, especially if you're not married. Right. So it is very important to just get it done. I think the key thing is just dedicate a day, you know, to just actually logging on and just getting it done. Um, and if, because, because if you don't, you won't do it because, mm -hmm. you know, no one, not many people just start talking about death just like that. I think once you hear a podcast like this and it reminds you that this thing's actually important, the next step is not to dilly dally, but it's just to get it done, mm -hmm. um, and, and look to see the best way to do that. Love that. Love that. Nah, man, really, really love that. And for our listeners, I was thinking, oh, I don't have an example to introduce it to my parents. This is a great example. You was just listen to an episode on woke finance, and then this can spark the discussion with other people, family members, friends, 
whoever, even if you want to repost on social media, because you never know who else you might touch. So, yeah, hopefully this has been one of those um, eye-opening episodes and maybe just a kick to some people who have been thinking about it um, and needed that kick as well. But now, Jax, man, being great episode, great chopping bread with you. We're looking forward for the rest of 2024. Many, many more episodes to come. Let's keep doing it, man. And for our listeners, remember all, stay, stay woke.